0: When you have an opportunity to electrify a broadcast and a show, you just can't turn that down. I'm your host, Mike Oste, and uh, I'm going to turn the lights on for this edition of Mike Drop here on Pittsburgh Sports Live and Steelers Now. And I'll also leave those obvious puns alone now as I will welcome on my guest to talk some Steelers and also obviously talk some Chargers. That is former NFL All-Pro linebacker Sean Merriman who uh, made a name for himself as a Chargers great, to say the very, very least.
1: Sean, thanks for, thanks for joining me, man. How, how have you been? Uh, I'm doing well, man. Just uh, living on the West Coast and, <laughs> and <Yeah>. enjoying it. <laughs> to, to say the least, I'm a little bit jealous. But, uh, of course, this
0: edition of Steelers Chargers is out in Los Angeles. So Sunday night football will be in the warmer weather. I'm dealing with Pittsburgh and now the uh, gloomy Gotham City feel that we're we're dealing with right now um but i definitely i definitely appreciate you taking the time i know also you have have something to promote and what you're doing as well so i will give you a minute to do that here at the the end of the program just wanted to get your thoughts here at the top this chargers team started off the season with a lot of hope justin herbert come out of nowhere last year becoming a solid elite quarterback becoming the future that franchise uh, to almost put it put it mildly and with what's going on with kansas city this year obviously a an elite team in the AFC, if not the NFL the last few years, but they have just not been that this year with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs struggling. The Raiders have dealt with pretty much every drama and mess you could possibly imagine, and then the Broncos are still rebuilding. But this Chargers team still feels like they're trying to find themselves. It's a very big game for them, to to say the least, obviously. They started out strong but then have, have lost a few in a row, and the offense in particular has been struggling. What do you make of this Chargers team as you're still certainly a close observer? And what do you think has happened recently to kind of set this off on a negative course, especially with this feeling like a season they got to grab the bull by the horns and they just have not been doing so as of late?
1: Yeah, you know, to be honest, um, they, they definitely struggled lately. There's no doubt about that. They you know on the offense side of the ball and on the defense side of the ball, not being able to stop the run. Uh, but this definitely yeah. feels like a different Chargers team, right? You know they have the capabilities of getting back on board and picking things up and getting things going again. Um, I I couldn't say that you know a few years ago. You know if they were having this, these type of problems, I would say, hey, this you know hold on to your hats, it's going to be a long one. Uh, but I do feel like they yeah. uh, they have the opportunity based on you know Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. These guys, um, you know, defense side of the ball when when guys do finally come back healthy. Um, I feel like they can pick it, pick it back up, and get back on track. No problem.
0: Yeah, and speaking here with Sean Merriman, former NFL All-Pro linebacker here, Chargers great talking Chargers, but also obviously talking their matchup with the Pittsburgh Steelers here on PSL and Steelers now. It, is it about that quarterback that kind of changed your mind in terms of uh, the, the future of this franchise? Kind of floundering a little bit, obviously. Philip Ruber's era came to an end. He went to the Colts and then has since retired. Uh, certainly a different Chargers football, obviously, now in L.A. you played there in San Diego. But last year kind of got on the field off of some, some medical chaos. Uh, I don't know even if the casual fan was aware of him. He wasn't the highly touted quarterback, that some were. And, and not to steal your catchphrase, but was lights out since – starting they always have had talent this is a new Chargers era with philip rivers gone went to indy then retired and the team now in la from when you were there in san diego but is that quarterback is that that quarterback the reason why your kind of feelings have changed about you know adding some optimism to the future of the Chargers? you you know what it's like to play with an elite quarterback and you know going to the other side of the ball for the Chargers opponent this week the steelers the future of that position is certainly in doubt. With Ben's age, he's likely not starting this game, Mason Rudolph being what he kind of has been. Haskins can't get on the field. And I don't know if they're going in the draft or any of the Aaron Rodgers rumors are true, but the Chargers don't have to worry about that.
1: No, not at all. And, and you know, I played with Phillip Rivers uh, for a very long time, and um, to kind of pass the torch off to a guy like Justin Herbert, you know, the organization couldn't be in better hands. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because when he was, uh you know, doing a combine and I and I saw him, you know, throwing a ball and they were talking about him, I tweeted out immediately. I said, hey, if he's there, you know, get Justin Herbert. And I also watched him <laughs> in that in that in that the, the championship game against Wisconsin out in out in L.A. I was there at that game um, when he was his last okay. game. And so I was I was just high on him since day one. Um when you look on the other side of the ball and she was going on with big Ben and I, I played against big Ben and had some great battles against him. Um, Definitely. You know, I don't know how much longer he, he, he intends on playing. Obviously it looks like he's slowing down and, and maybe winding it down to be done. Um, You know, but he's had an outstanding career. I, I still, you know, tell people, I say, Who, who's the hardest, one of the hardest people to play against and it was Ben uh, just how big he was. And I, 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 I used the word slippery, uh because you know he would g- wiggle and get out of these tackles and still throw the ball 30, 40 yards down the field um and you know what's going on over there they have you know with the Steelers they have a you know some problems on the uh, offensive line um I'm a huge fan of Najee Harris man I I really really like that guy His just his work ethic his attitude um how he approaches yeah. the game the time he's willing to put in you know, you, you normally don't see that out of a, out of a lot of young guys because they get in and they fall into the trap of, of being in the spotlight for the first time and things like that. So um, he's going to pick it up once they uh, figure out what's going on in the offensive line. But it's it's going to be a gritty game on on Sunday. I I really do believe that.
0: Yeah, Sean Merriman here, former NFL upper linebacker, joining me here at Mike Drop on Pittsburgh Sports Live and Steelers. Now, as we're talking Chargers Steelers, it, it's going to be a, a major conversation in the offseason of the future of that court acquisition for the Steelers. Seemingly, no one's happy with any of the options. And obviously, Ben, you don't know how much longer he's going to be there, but not an issue for the Chargers. Now, I do want to ask you about the other side of the football. Obviously, you you being a a Pro Bowl linebacker, you you know that side very, very well, even though you were able to brush your shoulders off there with the prediction of Justin Herbert. So that's nice for you. But on the other side of the ball there, where you uh, made your name, what's the importance of Joey Bosa in particular for the Chargers and that defense because you mentioned that it's not just the offense has been struggling the defense hasn't been what they were they were prior you're still seeing some numbers from some of them but some some offenses that haven't really been putting points up against anyone else have been putting it up against the Chargers and a guy like Joey Bosa questionable most of this week because of COVID protocol he seems more likely for Sunday but just how impactful is it to maybe not have him and then the other side of the football with TJ Watt being out for the Steelers and his recent injury and just the Steelers being so banged up defensively. How big of a deal is that for the Steelers defense to who I, I'm sure you're familiar with in their strategy try, of trying to rush the passer. So obviously yeah. much harder when you're losing some linebackers.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's when you watch a football game, you, you just hope to see a Joey Bolson and TJ Watt on the field like that, like, Obviously you got quarterbacks playing and, 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 you know, you want to see some matchups across the board, but you hope to see uh, two great pass rushes on the field at the same time where, where you're, you know, uh, I, I always enjoyed that. We, when we played the Steelers, I knew that, you know, Joey Porter was on the other side of the, of the, of the uh, ball. You know, I knew that I was coming to play and he was going to be watching. I was going to be watching him and he was going to be watching me and I wanted to outplay him. I mean, it was simple as that. Um, Cause I was such a huge fan of him. But, um, but you know, if you hope that those guys play, and they just they they can they can turn the game for you. They, they can give you an extra one or two turnovers. One one single guy, uh, you know, like a Joey Boles or TJ Watt, they can give you one or two extra turnovers, um, and and hopefully get a score or two out of that. That's how impactful they are. Um, TJ Watt will probably go down as one of the, one of the best to do it when he's all said and done. Um, obviously, the Watt, the Watt family they just create creatures. Uh, <laughs> You know, they, yeah they just you know right yeah so um you know it's just you you hope to those guys play uh but i i have to give coach tomlin all the credit in the world because he's been able to uh find ways to, to get through the season on next to nothing guys are just banged up falling you know falling like flies and, and he's finding ways to go out and still get wins and you know that just shows you um you know what kind of uh coach he is what kind of man he is and and um always been a big fan of coach Tomlin
0: you mentioned coach Tomlin I do want to ask you that actually coach Tomlin kind of a polarizing guy here in Pittsburgh as odd as that may sound obviously a hall of fame resume he's he certainly built success but would Tomlin have been a coach that you would uh, you would have loved to play for it does seem like a player's coach but obviously there there has been you know some polarizing effect with some ex-players that have left and some commentary in that regard and it's been a while since the championship so there are some that have argued he's underachieved with talent, and then overachieved in different years. It's just up and down <laughs> with the Tomlin opinion out there. What are your thoughts and your assessment on Tomlin, and if he would have been someone you would have liked to play for?
1: No, I, t- I told Coach Tomlin uh, <laughs> when we spoke one time um, that I wanted to. I, I would have loved to play for him, and this was when I okay. when I left uh, the Chargers and um, I got oh, man. <laughs> and, and I and I thought yeah. that I had an opportunity. At going to play there. Um, and when I saw him, I think that off season or one of the following off seasons in person, I said, hey, coach, I'm coming. You know, I'm, i would love to play for you. And um, <laughs> okay. you know, we we have some uh, mutual friends and mutual people in common. And and um, you know, I told him to pass the word, I said if I don't see him and I end up running into him and I told him I would love to play for him. I just think he's a great coach. Um, obviously, you are not gonna be liked by every player. Uh you're not gonna like every coach. That's just the way how things go. But um, as far as the person I know, even though I didn't get a chance to play for him, you know, I, I got a, a, a lot of respect for him.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. That would have been what 2012. You end up, you end up going to Buffalo. Exactly.
1: But, uh, Steelers could have yeah.
0: used you. Steelers could have used you then. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it could helped out here. Sean Merriman, former all all pro linebacker, talking with me here on, on Mike Drop on PSL and Steelers now. Sean, I, I do also. Want to just get your thoughts. Would you rate this as a good or a bad matchup? We talked about Justin Herbert earlier and then talking about what the Steelers like to do defensively with or without TJ Watt, who I also made the joke in the Steelers press box, uh, anytime he would set any record or player of the week, player of the month, it's hard for him to even brag to his own family on Thanksgiving. If he would win that elusive Defensive Player of the Year award, his older brother could say, I got three of those. So <laughs> so, so, we'll see what, what happens there. But obviously he's a stud, and that, that would be a big thing to not, to not have. But would you say this is a good or a bad matchup? Obviously the Steelers aren't easy to play against. But in terms of Herbert's style with being elusive, can he play the type of ball game? The Steelers are still trying to do the same type of thing. Is this going to be a matchup that, that Justin Herbert can be a type of quarterback that can have success in? Or would you kind of warn Charger fans that Steelers' defense could make it rougher on him than
1: normal? Well, is TJ playing? <laughs> That's the <laughs> – if he's out the game, it's, it gives him a better chance for sure because you don't want that guy on the field. Uh, but just their style of play yeah. and, and how they uh, like to move around and, and bring guys and show certain coverages and, and blitz and back off. Um, any any young quarterback is going to present a problem too. Uh, that's just how it is. Um, the only thing I would say is Justin yeah. Herbert is, is a little. He's he's a little bit more advanced than than a young guy just being on the field. Like you, you don't see him making a lot of those type of mistakes. Um, mistakes that he makes are, uh, trying to, you know, make a play out of, out of nothing. Right. Um, I don't think he's, I don't believe I've seen him yet confused. or not knowing what the defensive coverages are and things like that. Uh, but he's going to have an uphill battle because they're, they're going to send everybody. I mean, um, the last thing you want is him having time to throw the ball to Mike Williams and, and, and Kenan Island knows. I mean, you don't want him to have time to do that. So, you know, with that being said, um, you know, you got to come out with a strong game plan uh, and 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 Austin Eckler has to get involved and they're going to have to use the the tight end and, and get him open and getting the ball out very quickly. And then hopefully that frees up uh, for a big play downfield. But they got a defense, man. They love to get after people.
0: Yeah. And the Steelers obviously make a it's Patrick in the secondary, Devin Bush Steelers fans kind of waiting for more from there's definitely other playmakers there that maybe have an opportunity now to step up here. Sean, when you look back at your chargers crew, I actually saw a video of you talking with Trey Wingo recently about maybe your, your chargers crew, one of those, maybe future NFL films missing rings. I mean, you obviously had a great career multiple time pro bowler. You, you had studs there. Um, but do you look on? Do you look back on that at all? Of saying, "Yeah, we were a great team. I had a successful run." Or is there any "what if" for you on we didn't make a Super Bowl? I feel like we should have been there. Obviously, injuries kind of hurt you even individually. And any reflection that's a "what if" or are you satisfied?
1: No, no, no. I, I'm never. <laughs> I'm never satisfied yeah. with anything. I, um, I figured not. Yeah, but, yeah. No, it's it, it's one of those things that um, you know, you look back on and when you always hear the debate of, about how if, if Phyllis is going to be a Hall of Famer one day or if that, you know, whatever. And it's like, okay, well, if he have a ring, he's a guaranteed Hall of Famer. That just really really would have come down to. So you feel you know, in a sense bad, like, hey, maybe I, you know, didn't do enough. Maybe we didn't do enough uh, because you would like to see, you know, Phil get his credit and Lorenzo Neal who played you know, one the best fullback of all time that should be in the Hall of Fame or should be up for the Hall of Fame. So you you look back on on those things more than anything. Personal accolades, you know, I, you know. You, I I always put myself in the position where I expect to get those, you know, because I put the time in and you work and, and and things like that. But as far as the the championship, man, you're like, okay, well, you know, those are things you look back on and wish that um, that you achieve because that will kind of put a stamp on, I guess, everybody.
0: Yeah, and obviously, too, to be fair, the Hall of Fame is about what you did as an individual. You look at Philip Rivers' career, you look at the numbers, you look at what he put up. I mean, Dan Marino didn't win a ring. It, it is hard to ding a guy individually because of a, a team sport, of a team not accomplishing something. And you guys also were in the heartbeat. Of that, of that Belichick-Brady dynasty. So it wasn't right. exactly easy to, to crack right. in either. So, yeah, hoping Phil can, can certainly still get there. And connected to Charger fans, Charger, great. Dan Fouts managed – this is optimism. Dan Fouts managed to get in the Hall of Fame without getting into Super Bowl either. So it could be a similar story for Philip Rivers in terms of the Chargers. Sean, I definitely appreciate the time. I know you have uh, a lot going on as well now in your life and in your career now that football is in the past and certainly a successful run as a multiple-time Pro Bowler and Charger grade for you in the NFL. But what do you have going on right now?
1: Yeah, I got a Lights Out Extreme fight in my MMA company. Uh, we're now on FUBO Sports. we got a huge fight coming up December 10th. Uh, you can also, if you haven't seen the, the, our former fights, they're all on FUBO uh, TV, FUBO Sports. You guys go check them out. Got some uh, great up-and-coming guys. If you want to see some of the best up-and-coming talent in MMA, uh, definitely check us out December tenth on uh, live on Football Sports.
0: Absolutely, I'm definitely going to do that. I, I, I've I've been watching you on uh, you know different different places. Uh, saw what you did even um, <laughs> even on MTV and in your appearance there during the challenge there. So you've definitely been been all over showing that athleticism, and that's definitely a a different thing for you from what people may know you as a football player. So that's really cool, man.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh. It would be a lot funnier if I won some of those competitions, but you know how they go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: I, I, I definitely do. Well, I definitely appreciate the time, Sean. Obviously, a big game for both teams coming up. Happy to talk to you. And uh, we'll have to do this again sometime as well.
1: Absolutely. I, I definitely would,
0: would love to have you on again. You got it. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, Sean Merriman, former NFL All-Pro linebacker, and as I said, great dude great chargers legend and he has a lot going on in the mma world as well coming up so sean definitely appreciate the time that'll do it here on this edition of pittsburgh sports live here in steelers now as i will drop the mic and let those two teams get at it on the field